All right, here we go. It is the Football and Freedom Show brought to you by the Revolution Network. I am your host, Longhorn. And of course, if you are not subscribed, following, sharing, liking the Revolution Network, you are missing out. When you do, you get the whole list of shows and podcasts that come along with the Revolution Network. It is right here, the Football and Freedom Show. We got the I Mean It Show. We've got the Bastards of Babylon Show coming soon and of course fgh the football glory hole where you get all of your handicapping football needs during the football season um you know it's it, you're really missing out if you haven't we we've got a great lineup coming we're gonna grow from here and a lot of good things to come but um to continue from what we did yesterday i gave out the one through 16 mock draft picks um and we we're gonna pick up today and do 17 through 32 so i'm not going to recap all of it uh it's it's again if you're subscribed it's easy to find the one through 16 just go back and um and watch that first if you haven't that way you're caught up so at 17 the los angeles chargers are on the clock again it's terrible can't help it um they are going to take jordan davis i could not help myself here the 66 345 that's when he's in uh you know combine shape he can balloon up to 360 370 during the football season that is who i'm giving to the chargers they need a run stuffer um to to help them on that defense it was one of their achilles heel in last season so could have gone on offensive tackle here there that's a big need for them also but with the big man sitting there at 17 i could not resist now at 18 the philadelphia eagles are back on the clock of course I gave them Devin Lloyd, the linebacker, at 15. And with their second pick, I'm going to give them Traylon Burks, the wide receiver out of Arkansas. One of my favorite players to watch on film. Um, They use him a little unique, a little different skill set than than the rest of the receivers in this draft. But he is also built a little bit different than the players in this draft. I'm trying to find his. Here it is. 6'3", 235-pound, just beast. Who they use in the short passing game, kind of those quick hitches, the bubble screens, occasionally hand off to him. Think of a, um, a, I mean, a, a much bigger Debo Samuel. He's kind of in that mold. Um, so, so nice pickup there for a Philadelphia team who does need wide receiver help. Now at 19, remember I did a trade with the Saints and the Falcons, where the Saints gave up their 16 and 19 to move up to eight to take Malik Willis. So at 16, the Atlanta Falcons, I gave them Chris Olave, wide receiver out of Ohio State. And with the 19th pick, I gave the Atlanta Falcons Charles Cross, who, you know, again, like I said yesterday, these rumors start going. The late steam really starts pushing because now I'm hearing that the Giants are really liking Charles Cross way up at pick five. So who the fuck knows? But if he does fall here, and this has kind of been the range where he's been the entire draft season, it's a great pickup. Offensive tackle out of Mississippi State. He is a left tackle only, He, which is why I'm confused and why the Giants want him because they got Andrew Thomas, who they drafted a couple years ago, who's been good at left tackle. Um, but he, he can, he's a step right in and play, uh, left tackle type prospect. You're not going to get much out of the running game for him. He's a little slight. Um, let me get his, his dimensions here are, oh my gosh, did he not even, yeah, there he is. Six, five, three Oh five. So he's on the light side. He is left tackle only strictly. So 
that would be a good pick for the Falcons there at 19. Now, at number 20, the Pittsburgh Steelers. I gave them Daxton Hill safety slash cornerback out of Michigan. His measurables are going to be uh, one second on the fly here. You know what? I'll get to the measurables in a minute. He is a do-it-all type um, safety slash corner. You can put him on the outside to match up with the X receivers. You can slide him on the inside to play slot. And he can obviously play in the back end as well. So uh, really interesting prospect. Six foot, 195 pounds. Just to do it all safety right there for um, for the Steelers to take to add to that defense. Now at 21, the New England Patriots are on the clock. And I gave them Trent McDuffie, cornerback out of Washington. Washington is known for their good defensive back prospects. And I think the Patriots are going to get another one here. He's on the he's on the smaller side, so he's not that prototypical big cornerback that that the Patriots usually like. But they you know they need help, so take it where you can get it. Um, so Trent McDuffie to the Patriots there at twenty one, and at twenty two the Green Bay Packers with their first of two picks in the first round. This board did not fall fall great for Green Bay, and if this kind of was happening in in real time, I would expect the the Packers to have made a move up at some point to go get one of these other receivers. Um, but right here, I gave them Jahan Dotson, wide receiver out of Penn State. Um, you know, you you could you could go a different way here. There's there's other receivers who are kind of the same. at this point they're reaching for a receiver, unfortunately for them. But they need it. So I saw I saw to him in there. He he's actually mocked in a lot of second rounds. I've um, you know, 35 to the Jets here in the one I'm looking at now. 5'11", 182 pounds, so a smaller guy. It's, it's just going to come down to does Aaron Rodgers trust him? Because if he doesn't trust him, he's not going to get on the field. It's going to be a wasted first-round pick. But they got to take somebody. So 23, the Arizona Cardinals. Ugh, yeah. Don't like this guy, but he's projected in the first round by everybody. George Karloftis. <sighs> Purdue defensive end, outside linebacker. He's he's one of those white tryhard, and I hate to do that, but he's he's a lot like um, the a lot of the other Purdue outside linebacking rushing people. Like it's just I don't like him. So let's let's just leave it there. And, and his measurables come in at um, 6'4", 275. So he does have good measurables. He he tested good at the combine, but. Not my not my cup of tea, but the Cardinals do need help over there to match up with with um, JJ Watts. So that's who I gave to them. Now twenty four, the Cowboys. One of the last remaining blue players on the board, Zion Johnson, guard from Boston College, six three three ten range. This is a this is a clean prospect. He's a clean do-it-all prospect, has the mental capability to really play from center and both guard positions. So that's a that's just a solid home run. Nah, maybe not home run. Maybe a double type pick for the Cowboys there. Um, but could they do something else? Absolutely. We're hearing rumors that they want to trade up into this draft, which you're not hearing rumors about hardly anybody else trading up in this draft who's not going up to get a quarterback. So that would be perfectly cow to do something like that. That is what they like to do is botch the draft usually. Um, but yeah, Zion Johnson, 24 to the Cowboys. 
At number 25, the Buffalo Bills gave them Andrew Booth Jr., cornerback out of Clemson. Now, I will say there are some red flag possibilities here with Booth. This is a, this is one of those players that you could possibly see fall out of the first round, and who knows how far the fall could be. We see this every year in the draft. There's a, there's players or a player that falls, and you don't really know why. You don't hear about why until later. Hearing some rumblings about Andrew Booth out of Clemson that he could be one of those players, but he is a um, he's he's a you know he's a good player when you watch him on film. He's projected in this first round as of now, so that's who I gave to the Buffalo Bills who need cornerback help. Um, Tennessee Titans on the clock at twenty six, and I gave them Kenyon Green, guard slash tackle. Although I think he's purely guard from Texas A and M. Um, not a big fan of this guy. When I watch him on tape, he looks a little sloppy and he reaches a little bit. Uh, that's probably why he's thought of uh, more of a guard than tackle. Uh, I don't. Feet are not clean. He de- he doesn't have the that that look uh, that Zion Johnson have has of being in the right place at the right time always. But a lot of people have him ahead of Zion Johnson, so I would be um, foolish to not put him in the first round. And that mauling type man-on-man system that Tennessee runs, this might be the best fit for his style. At 27, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Kair Elam, cornerback out of Florida. I do not like this player either, but again, they got to go somewhere. He's a first-round graded player uh, who will probably go back here in the back end of this first round, 6'2", 195 pounds. Just watching tape, not a fan. But um, Tampa Bay needs cornerback help, so that's probably what they will look to do there with that pick. Now, um, second pick for Green Bay in the first round at 28, Devontae White. This is a guy who I love watching on tape. This is also a player who I think might, at 6'3", 315 pounds, he might end up being better than um jordan davis who i gave 17 to the chargers he is more your three tech defensive tackle while davis is more of your nose guard one tech type defensive tackle um but you know this would be a home run pick for the green bay packers they seem to make pretty good work back here in the end of the first round and that would be in my opinion a home run pick now at 29 and 30 the kansas city chiefs have back-to-back picks and i gave them Boye Mafe, defensive end out of Minnesota, and Kyler Gordon, another cornerback from Washington. So UW is uh, just continues to produce those fantastic defensive backs. Uh, I think these are two just bang bang smash picks for Kansas City. Uh, I know a lot of people have them taking receiver. You know, I think at this point with the run that we've had, it would be a little bit of a extended reach here to take one um and i think that you're getting first round value on the defensive side of the ball with mafe and gordon here i don't think they should pass that up but um we'll see what they do in the real draft but boya mafe 29 and kyler gordon 30 to the kansas city chiefs now at 31 the last remaining blue chip player that i have on my board falls to cincinnati and that is tyler linderbaum center out of iowa he is on the smaller side weighing in or measuring in at 6'3, 295 pounds but when you watch the tape the dude is always in the right place he gets underneath people and moves them 
with leverage and skill and footwork and his peel off from the double team to catching the middle linebacker or, or you know, whoever is, is the second peel off, flawless, beautiful. He, he, he can frame that second block perfectly every single time. Love that player. You don't see him, even when he's matched up against a much bigger and stronger defensive tackle, he uses his he uses his leverage to get underneath them, and he's you know he's rarely bullied back for a guy his size. You would think that that would be a problem, but it just doesn't happen a whole lot. Think of him in that mold of um, the Jeff Jeff Saturday mold, the old center from uh, the Colts a long time ago, and more recently Jason Kelsey, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles. So he's along that same lines. I think this is going to be an All Pro type player eventually for the Cincinnati Bengals to get here at 31. That's a, that's a home run. And finally, the last pick in the first round, the Detroit Lions are back on the clock. Who did I give them up at the top? Probably Hutchinson, I'm sure. And, yes, it was Hutchinson. And at the end of the first round, I am giving them Luis, Luis Sign. These names are hard to hard to pronounce sometimes, but I think I'll figure it out. Safety out of Georgia, and he is measuring in at, let's see, he went to the top of the second round in this one at 6'1", 200 pounds. He is a, um, a, a safety that can get up and, and support the run in the box, but also play the deep half. Um, it You know, the, the two safeties in the first round, that's kind of been a debate for this draft. Most, most of the draft um, prop bets have, over under one and a half safeties in the first round. The obvious choice is uh, Hamilton from Notre Dame. And then you have these maybes with Daxton Hill and Lewis Sign, who I um, just gave to Detroit with the last pick. So that is going to wrap up the first round mock and the final mock of 2022 in the NFL. Um, again, I'm sure I botched. 27 of these 32 picks i'm sure i I bet you if i get five or six exactly right then um i'll be happy maybe you won't be you can email in certainly and tell me where i went wrong for your team i will certainly accept that criticism but tomorrow's going to be a great day we get to watch all of these things come true and i personally cannot wait for that uh we are going to be uh let me pull this up we're going to be out live at the Boomer Jacks in Murphy, Texas. It's in these. It's in a suburb of Dallas. So if you get a wild hair up your ass, you want to come out and join us, drink a beer with us, beer on both Cephas, not on me, of course. Um, we will be doing live videos uh, that we will be posting to the FGH board, just like we did last year when we were in Cleveland. Those are always a drunken um, shit show that you never know which way it'll, it will go, but it will certainly, certainly be fun. So we will see you out there. Um, and we will have all the beers and all the fun while we watch these NFL teams make probably a bunch of horrible, terrible decisions with their future. So that's it for, that's it for the football freedom show. And until then we will see you next time.